when you're sad, you want to romanticize your life. And it's be a like, good way to get all the feelings <laughs> out, too. I'm and, you know, maybe, maybe that's not for you. And it's okay if it's not for you. But if it is for you, there's nothing wrong with it. And it kind of allows you to like throw yourself a little pity party, which like you kind of yeah. need sometimes when you're sad. Oh, yeah. It's like you can give yourself like the oh poor me when you kind of lean into those feelings, and sometimes that's necessary. Like yeah. honestly, and you know what? Like just to be real fucking frank with you neither of us feel like doing this right now yeah (laughs) but you should still listen (laughs) because the whole point of the episode today is that it's going to be really candid um and you know to be quite honest with you we had plans to do an episode this week um you know last week's episode was all about college and so this week's episode was going to be about high school and both of us are just in yeah it's it's just not today. it's not the vibes for today um we did ask you guys for stories and we will still deliver that episode however i think it's best if we just talk about being in a funk because sam and i are both in funks and maybe by the end of this episode we'll be out of one <laughs> Doubtful. Um, but <laughs> no, in all seriousness, you know, at the beginning when we started this podcast, we said that we wanted it to be relatable and we mm-hmm. wanted to always keep it real with you guys. And like, just quite honestly, like, I, I think I can speak for both of us when I say we just didn't feel like coming on tonight and acting like we're both in a good mood and like happy go lucky and being funny or silly or anything. And like, sometimes you're just not in the mood for that. And I think. Right. That's okay. But you should still listen because I think we are going to offer <laughs> no, some good advice. I think that's, you know, it's, this is going to be more of a vulnerable episode than, you know, silly and funny. I'm sure we'll crack some jokes. Yeah. Like, like, I, we, I like don't we doubt it. Do, I honestly don't doubt it. I mean, like, I'm smiling or just like sitting and talking into the microphone, but just going off of what Sam said, like, we don't want to be fake with you guys. This is going to be a, vul- a vulnerable episode. And being quite honest with you, we don't have anything like, set in stone or like planned uh typically when we do episodes we'll try to do like bullet points of stuff that we want to talk about this episode we're just going all in and we're unscripted like I mean we're never scripted no we're never scripted but we do but we always we're planners we're very you know we're type a people we like to plan it out we like to have some sort of you know um outline moving into things and and on the episodes and just know what we want to touch on and then we usually end up expanding from there and you know creating a lot of organic conversation but we just didn't have it in us to create even some bullet points today so this might be like our most organic conversation to date and that's not saying that all of our conversations in the past weren't organic because quite honestly Sam and I don't have a script like we just have bullet points of like stuff that we want to like touch on so we don't forget um because while we are I feel like we're both smart people but I feel like we're also both very fucking forgetful yeah oh for sure (laughs) um but yeah I mean we all get into funks and sometimes you just can't explain it like you could be in a perfectly good mood and then like the very next second like the slightest thing could happen or nothing could happen and you're just like oh I'm not feeling it I know today I like you know, I've been like really busy lately and life has just been, I mean, a lot with a lot of great things, but life has been kicking me in the ass in terms of like just being busy and being busy is good. But also like I think today part of my funk is just like my body's reminder that like maybe I need to slow down a little bit because yeah. I've been doing a lot. And so, you know, this morning I I had a meeting with my boss at work and, you know, I had planned to like wake up a little bit extra early and like, you know, go about like a really slow morning routine and just really like get into the day and something came up and I ended up not being able to take that time to relax. And so my day was just kind of thrown off, you know, to begin with. But Mm -hmm. after that, you know, like I had my meeting with my boss and everything went well. It was, um, it was wonderful, but I just, I'm a perfectionist and I really beat myself up over like the silliest little things that even like constructive criticism Mm -hmm. and nobody's perfect. And so I don't know, like it, it was my year in review and it went amazingly, like it went great. She had nothing but good things to say, but you know, just 
I'm always looking at the areas of like, well, this shouldn't say this was perfect. Mm -hmm. And so just beating myself up over it. And I was already kind of in a funk. And you know when you're just kind of like kicking yourself when you're down? Yeah. It was like that. And so I was just like, shit. Like I'm just not in a good mood. And I like planned to like wake up early and like ice roll Mm -hmm. my face and do like the whole bit and everything. And then I ended up working in my pajamas and – that's just how it went. And then I went, I wanted to make some dairy free mac and cheese for lunch. I went and made it. I took a bite of it. It was fucking disgusting. Oh no. And it just made me sad. It just made me sad. I think it's so like so awful, but also like it makes so much sense when you're having a bad day and it just gets progressively worse because shit just keeps happening. And it's like, it can be the tiniest thing, but it's just like, are you kidding me? So, I mean, I know like majority of our listeners are females um, and I just have to share this. But I remember like and I'm sure many people can relate like my first two days of my period are the worst. Oh, my God. My last period. I cried because we were out of coffee creamer. Like I was literally sobbing like in the kitchen and I was like my whole day's ruined. Like work is going to be off for me. Like I can't drink coffee. I ended up drinking coffee black, but I didn't want black coffee that day. So (laughs) it was just it was like one of the worst moments. And like, you know, you're already so hormonal like at that point. I know. And especially when you're like a, a type A person little things going like wrong like awry in your day can just really screw it up oh yeah it sucks but yeah I can totally relate to what you said about um like your period because you know I'm like starting mine pretty soon here too and usually like a couple days before I have like a day of like existential crisis and like I just feel like shit about myself and like just a bad day and you know anyone who knows me knows that I am like my own hardest critic and I think everybody is. Yeah. I I think I put a lot more pressure on myself than I should. Maybe more so than the average person. I really beat myself up a lot. And so I was just kind of in one of those, you know, modes today. And I know you're very similar. You're just oh, yeah. like me. I am also someone that is very hard on myself. Like if something doesn't go my way, I will flip shit. And not saying I'm my own worst enemy, but like I – like always want to like do better for myself and if I can't do that I get very angry me too and I just like got into this kind of going off of like what we said about being your own hardest critic I think like your 20s are really like a very difficult time to just like be existing honestly (laughs) because it's so like such a great area of like post-grad and like what am I supposed to be doing Mm -hmm. and I was actually just talking to um some of my coworkers about this the other day because they are um so I'm the youngest of my coworkers and most of them are in like uh like mid to late 30s like into their 40s. And so I like look to them a lot of the time as like second mother figures or older sister figures mm-hmm. and the other day we were on a meeting and one of the one of my coworkers was like, you know, I actually feel like my 20s were more stressful than my life is right now with kids and you know, a husband and balancing like being a mom and everything because it's just a time in your life when you're so uncertain about where you're supposed to be. Yeah, there's a lot and, of shit going on. And what you're supposed to be doing. And, and all of this to say that like today I was just in one of those moods where I was like, I'm not successful enough. I'm not where mm-hmm. I should be. There are so many people that are 23 that are in a much better position than I am. And like just, just kind of like shitting on myself. But I think it's like we all kind of suffer from this like imposter syndrome. Oh, yeah. And I'm sure that, you know, as much as I'm looking at other people – and looking at their lives and thinking, oh my god, oh my gosh, they're doing so great. They're doing so much better than me, whether it be like financially or like in their career or yeah. whatever. I'm sure that there are also people that, you know, look at us and think the same thing. No, I I get that. I mean, I will look at other people and as mu- as happy as I am for them, I'm also just like, well, shit. I wish I was doing that. But I know. we're all at different places in our lives too. Like just going back to um, an example that you gave, like financially, like. I know I want to move out soon and you know with like student loans and like my car payment and like everything else that like I have to pay off and just like you know I I make a pretty decent amount for a 23 year old like out of college like I'm not going to complain but I'm also just like oh my gosh what can I truly afford as like a single girl because I don't know if I want roommates or I don't know if I want to live alone um and obviously the smarter choice would be to get roommates to like make the payment cheaper but 
I don't know, like when I start thinking about money and like moving out, which is like something that I kind of thought about today, I my anxiety was just through the roof. I don't know if anyone else feels that way or can relate, but if you, if you do, hit me up. I know. And then it's like, once you start thinking these things, it's like a spiral and it's yeah. just so... Oh, like I you start even... like beating yourself up too. Like you, you think of one like one bad thing, and then you think of another and another, and, and then, then it like turns into being about yeah. something like totally different. Like this morning, you know, I was frustrated that I didn't get to like do my morning routine the way I wanted to, and by the end of the day, I was mad at myself because I felt like I didn't like the way my skin looked. Like it was, you know, I was beating myself up about like. Not having more clear skin. Those things are, both of those things are completely like unrelated, <laughs> but it's just the way it spirals into like, okay, like my morning routine didn't go the way as planned. Oh, now I'm thrown off for my day at work. Yeah. Ugh, well, th- we didn't have the coffee that I wanted. I don't have this. I don't have that. And now it's just like, I'm in a bad mood and I'm just going to pick on myself for every little thing. And it's like, I don't know. I just feel like we all need to be nicer to ourselves. And this is like me completely adding myself right now. <laughs> you know, we all go through shit. I mean, no matter like what it is but uh just going off of like my experience today because I'm also in like a weird funk um and I I don't know like I've had like different moods today like right now I'm feeling slightly better but like still kind of like meh but you know I woke up I just did not get a lot of sleep last night and that probably like relates to why I'm kind of off today but let me preface by saying I did not sleep at home last night. So I woke up like I went to sleep super late, woke up like fairly early, ended up getting like an extra hour of sleep because like I just could not like get my body to wake up, went home and like I started getting ready for work and everything and I turned my laptop on and it's taking forever to load. And like, you know, it's time for me to clock in, can't clock in because my laptop's still like doing updates or whatever. And I like, That just like threw me off and made me so angry because like I like making sure that I'm on top of my shit and like when I'm not it just throws off my day and for it to happen like very early in the morning I'm just like no no, like absolutely not like why is this happening so like I I started the day like kind of in a bad mood and it got a little better like as I was talking to like my coworkers and everything because they always know how to make me feel better but then I just like I know it was just like very on and off um and I think part of that just played into like also like me being home alone and today was a gorgeous day which, I know what a yeah, bad day right? for us to be like not in the mood <laughs> uh Chicago like literally hit over 50s today that is amazing like I wanted to just go out and fucking sunbathe yeah yeah <laughs> So just like to be completely candid, um, I started going to therapy um, like over a year ago and whatever, like I, um, I have been diagnosed with depression and like generalized anxiety disorder. Like I'm medicated for, for both and you know, whatever. When I started going to therapy, I was kind of like in crisis mode and I was like experiencing like a way higher volume of depression than I am now. And so like whenever I do fall into a depressive episode, which like I was in today, or I guess I'm still in right now. <laughs> I kind of beat myself up because I'm like, I made so much progress and like, why am I back here? Why am I, you know, but it's like one of those things that I talk about in therapy and my therapist is like, I know we hear this all the time, but like, it's not linear. Like it's going to come back and it might not come back and it's like highest volume, but this is a literal chemical imbalance that's wrong in your brain. And that's why it's going to come back. And sometimes it's going to come back in more stride than others. And, you know, it's going to be more severe than others. Like, for example, right now I think I'm fairly high functioning I'm recording a podcast um that's that's true like we definitely could have just canceled today but but what I really want to be doing right now is laying in my we were talking about this earlier laying in my bed and eating Cheetos like as much as I hot Cheetos yes yeah if you prefer normal Cheetos over hot Cheetos you're a weirdo this is like the jelly and peanut butter debate and I will not be I will not be elaborating further. It's a fact. Um, um, Sam, you're going to like piss people off. For, well, actually, no. We're both going to piss people off for like shitting on all of your like, <laughs> I know some of you guys probably I know some of you guys probably can't handle hot Cheetos because it might be a little too spicy for you. But I don't know what to tell you. Like hot Cheetos. You got to get just, over yeah. it. You got to. Yeah. Hot There's, Cheetos or don't eat Cheetos at all. Yeah. Because weird. Yeah. Just weird. Jelly vibes. Jelly vibes for sure. (laughs) Um, But (laughs) back to what I was saying, you know, what I really want to be doing is like laying in my bed and eating hot Cheetos. And like one of the things that I actually said out loud to my roommate and to my boyfriend today is like, 
we're all so busy. We have so many things that we're doing. And like tomorrow, for example, I'm leaving. I'm going to Columbus with my boyfriend for the weekend to visit his sister. And, you know, I have work to do today. I had the podcast to record tonight. I have to like do laundry, blah, 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 blah. And I'm going to be working tomorrow. So I'm not going to have, you know, time to like relax. And when I fall into a depressive episode, I really just need the time to like lay around and just feel the feelings Mm -hmm. and like honor it and work my way through it. But I literally said to my roommate Laura today and to my boyfriend, like, I don't have time for this depressive episode. Like I truly, I truly just don't. And like, doesn't that suck that we don't have time to like sit in these feelings and like honor them, you know? And it's like, I don't know about you, but for me, when I'm in, when I'm like at this low, I kind of feel bad about myself because I just to be transparent there are some times when it's I don't know if this is gonna feed into tomorrow but there are some times where it's like three days long and I sometimes can't take a shower because I'm just don't have the motivation or I can't change my clothes because I don't have the motivation and I think that a lot of people you know experience this but like with social media and stuff I know I catch myself beating myself up when I get on TikTok and I you know look at that girl who's like yes who's like um oh, here's how I get out of a funk. I wake up at six o'clock in the morning and I chug my ice water and then I make my iced matcha and I ice roll my face and then I take a cold shower and then I put in my old hair mask and blah, 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 blah. And then my depression is cured. And I'm like, okay, I look at that stuff and it makes me feel bad about myself and I really have to like stop myself and catch myself in that thought and think like, okay, Sam, just because this is somebody else's reality when they're in a funk and it might not be they could be putting on a front for social media oh they they 100% could yeah it, it just because it's someone else's reality it doesn't have to be yours how I deal with the funk is literally just laying in bed and like sometimes I I can't even get myself to drink my water like I don't, I don't know about you but just to be completely transparent like don't push yourself to do that shit and don't feel bad when you can't because yeah, for me, like on my best days, sometimes waking up at the ass crack of dawn and ice rolling my face <laughs> and doing all that shit is like a lot. And everyone's different. No, everyone is different. I mean, Sam, you could like want to lay in bed and eat hot Cheetos and that's great. Like there's times where I want to do that. Like sometimes for me, getting out of a funk comes in like a bunch of different ways. Sometimes I'm able to like go to the gym in the morning. At the same time, like it's kind of hard to find the motivation to do that when you don't want to do that. So sometimes like I'll sit in bed and I'm, I literally just tell myself as soon as you work out, like it's going to feel better. Like that's going to kickstart your day. But there's times where like I don't want to do it. The times that I do do it, it ends up working out. The times that I don't, I just lay in bed get some extra sleep or just you know sit around and I just like gather my thoughts and then I feel better afterwards or I'll FaceTime my friends but you know to your point with like you know the influencers and everything like I feel like they try to put like such this positive spin on how to like cure yourself from a funk when that's not how it's gonna be for everyone like you said I mean absolutely it's just that's not how life works like we're not all the same people no we're we're not wired the same and like while that might genuinely be someone else's reality like doing all of those things makes them feel better which sometimes I can relate like sometimes going out you know and getting some sunshine and going for a walk going to get a coffee really does make me feel better Mm -hmm. when I'm in a funk or like listening to music like a couple days ago I was in a weird mood and I I put music on and it completely switched my day around yeah but today you know I put on I put my earpods in put on some music went out to walk in the nice weather and I felt worse when I got back because I just I didn't have the energy to be doing that today and like it really just I don't know it sounds like corny and cheesy but you really do need to like honor your body and like what your body is telling you because yeah. depression really is and I'm I mean I'm speaking on my own depression I'm not you know speaking for for everyone but it is like as much as it is mental it's physical as well and I think that that's something that we can you know kind of forget a lot listen to your body and like honor when it's telling you like it needs to slow down today yeah no I I agree and I'm you know, I know I listed off like a bunch of things that I like to do. Sam, you listed off what you like to do. Um, and, you know, we like being interactive with you guys. And we c- didn't get to give you guys a chance before this episode to be interactive with us, uh, only because this was a very last minute topic for us. Again, we were going to be like talking about funny high school stories and getting into that. But again, we want to be like very honest and candid with you guys about like our lives and everything. So, 
I would, we still want to get to know more about you guys. So we are going to do a poll like whenever this episode drops and, you know, let us know what you guys like to do when you're in a funk. How do you get out of it? How do you handle it? Um, Because we all go through one. Like no one's yeah. perfect. Absolutely no one's perfect. Even if you want to be and like you want to like fake that like everything's okay. Like we all know that's not true. Yeah. And I think like you know, a lot of the time I think we can, we can all fake like it's okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, you know, it can, it can get by, but the people that know you really know you and they know like yeah. when you're not okay. And like, just to be quite honest, you could probably hear it in our voices today. Like yeah. we were just not, it wasn't going to be the vibe to get on and literally like pretend to be our happy go lucky, like cheery, funny selves. Like we're just not feeling it. And, and that's okay. <laughs> yeah, that is okay. And like, if you, I mean, I'll be sad if you guys, like, aren't listening this far. <laughs> but sometimes it's good to have, like, these very, like, real moments and let you guys in. I mean, not every, not every fucking episode is going to be sunshine and rainbows, as much as, like, we'd love it to yeah. be. Um, but I feel like people need to hear this shit. Like, you guys are maybe some of you guys are like wanting to hear this already like maybe yeah. some of you guys are tired of our happy-go-lucky know, selves yeah, yeah, and yeah. maybe you guys are just like wh- when do we get down to like the nitty-gritty are like, they ever in a bad mood yeah, yeah we, are. <laughs> we are right now yeah. we're <laughs> like we're going through shit and not like I feel like a lot of times with influencers but even just like not influencers just people that I know like whether it be from school whether it be from work or whatever I see them on Instagram and they post all these cute pictures and all these happy things and I look at them and I think oh my gosh like they look so happy mm-hmm. their life looks so perfect like I was you, saying you don't earlier, know what's going on yeah, behind closed doors like I was saying earlier I'm sure there are people who look at us and they probably think that about us because mm-hmm. you know Instagram social media it's all highlight reel and hopefully you know for anyone that maybe is thinking that you know scrolling through our social media we're here to just let you know that nobody's yeah no one's perfect nobody's perfect we're both in such a shitty mood right now we are both depressed ass bitches (laughs) (laughs) oh by the way this is probably a funny slash good time to loop in the fact that Ashley and I have the same therapist. I was just going to mention that because um, so, I was going to say we need to start talking about therapy and like how therapy yeah. does help. So I started seeing her in December of 2020 and I just absolutely fell in love with her. She's like an angel and I just literally anytime one of my friends like even slightly started saying that they wanted to go to therapy, I would literally be like, here's her number and I slid it to <laughs> everyone and so now I actually have like a few friends that see her and good thing I don't have any like drama with my friends because it could get a little awkward if I ever did but um yeah no we, we do have the same therapist and Vicky's probably listening to this right now and she's probably like I'm she, I know she's probably thinking I'm glad that you girls are honoring <laughs> your feelings and that you're just addressing them as that just as feelings and that they're not fact yeah we she love says things her. like that to me all the time we love her I absolutely love her fun fact we actually both saw her yesterday yeah <laughs> yeah one of the things so actually I I'm gonna brag on myself a little bit I have made a lot of progress in the past year with therapy and a couple of weeks ago I kind of like came to a point where I was like I feel like I don't have anything negative to talk about I don't have any problems anymore and so or not anymore because you know you're always gonna have problems but yeah on that specific day I didn't you know feel the need to address anything and so she was like well part of my job as your therapist is to be a historian and just remind you of all the progress you've made so we kind of like walked through it and you know talked about how I went from point A to point B and how I really like have made all these leaps and bounds and stuff and I think that it's really important to find a therapist who works with you Mm -hmm. and you know genuinely like is invested in you and wants to see you do better because I know for a lot of people I I have friends who have gone through like three or four therapists before they landed on someone that is like really great for them and I just happened to get lucky and really like hit it right on the money with um the first person that I started working with but one of the most valuable things that she has taught me is how to talk myself out of a spiral or like of a thought Mm -hmm. like for example this was this was the example that she asked me to give her an example when I said a couple weeks ago when we were talking about the progress that I've made she was like where do you think that you've improved the most and I said that um what she had taught me about talking myself out of a spiral is where I feel like I improved the most uh and she was like okay give me an example of that and so my example that I gave her was like okay, a year ago, if my boss put a one-on-one on on my calendar, I would look at the one-on-one and think, 
oh my gosh, I'm getting in trouble. And then I'm getting in trouble would turn into, well, let me think of every single thing I've done wrong for the last year, write it all down on a piece of paper and then go through it and try and decide why she could be contacting me. And then that would turn into, okay, it's probably this, this or this. And then it would turn into, oh my gosh, I'm going to get put on a performance plan. And that's why we're meeting tomorrow. And then it would turn into, oh my gosh, I'm going to get fired. And that's why we're meeting tomorrow. And it would just be, okay, after... I get fired I'm not going to have a job and then I'm not going to be able to pay my rent and then I'm going to have to move back home with my parents and and I'm going to feel like I failed and that's really going to suck and then I'm going to be really upset and really like Mm -hmm. depressed after that and feel like I'm you know like I I failed because I couldn't I couldn't support myself and blah 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 blah. and then I would get on the one-on-one the next day and she'd be like how are you what are you working on and it would be fine but (laughs) now if she is to put a one-on-one on my calendar even if my first initial thought is, oh my God, where is this coming from? Maybe I'm getting in trouble. I'm able to kind of take that thought and be like, okay, Sam, realistically think about what you could have possibly done that you would be getting in trouble for. Usually nothing comes to mind, <laughs> um, but and, and I can cut it right there. But even if I did, I usually just try and walk myself through it and think like, okay, absolute worst case scenario, if I did get in trouble for something, maybe I would get fired. Would it fucking suck? Absolutely. Absolutely. But am I lucky to have parents that would support me? Yes, 100%. And everything would be okay. But I'm not getting fired. And I'm probably not even getting in trouble. And she probably just wants to see what I'm working on. So yeah, that's a, a, something really, really valuable that I feel like I've taken away from therapy. What about you? What do you What do you feel like is a valuable thing? I was just going to say like it's crazy like how you're saying this because again I know that you and I are like very similar Mm -hmm. people and that's kind of how my brain is wired too like I will think worst case scenario and like prepare for the absolute worst like I'm I was listening to you talk and I was just like yeah that that's me like I Mm -hmm. will think five ten steps ahead because I just start thinking of like one thing after the other and it like it clouds my judgment and then that puts me in a bad mood because then I'm just like, oh shit, this is going to happen. And even if it doesn't happen, there's a possibility that it could happen. Um, But also like I just put myself in that mood. I'm still like in the very like early stages of therapy. We're kind of just like debriefing kind of like on my life and everything. Mm -hmm. Um, But I guess like one of our last sessions, like she kind of put me in like a scenario of – without giving too much information away like I was just in a very like tricky situation and um I was kind of just like overthinking um I'm in the situation where like something could happen or something could not happen and she kind of just like helped me prepare myself for how to like handle a situation if it does happen and I know like that's really not giving too much away and maybe some of you guys are like what the fuck is Ashley saying right now but she was basically just trying to prep me in case like my worst case scenario happened and not to say that's that's my like worst case scenario but she just prepped me for a situation that would have made me uncomfortable and like helped me figure out how to get out of a situation that I didn't want to be in so she kind of helped me with that and I was telling her yesterday (laughs) how it actually happened and how I had to like use her advice and it was um very surreal. I think kind of just like taking a step back too and going back to the whole idea of therapy. I think that's such sometimes it can be like taboo. And it's weird how it can be taboo. Um being very very honest with you guys. I kind of struggled like wanting to go to therapy for a long time because I was like, you know what? I don't need it. Like I know how to get out of like my own funks. Like I have parents I can talk to. I have friends I can talk to. Why do I need to talk to a stranger? Um, So it was like this, you know, this battle uh, with myself because I was like, maybe I need one. Maybe I don't. I don't know. Um, But I'm very happy that I gave it a shot. And I think like if you're considering it, you should definitely definitely do it and like Sam was saying it's kind of like trial and error like finding someone and I'm very glad that you know Sam had someone that she could recommend to me because we're very very similar and I think the way that Vicky does therapy kind of just like works out for both of us and you know maybe you're afraid of going to therapy because of judgment and I think like one of the biggest things in my life was I was afraid of being judged I mean I still live at home with my parents like I remember bringing up to them how I wanted to go to therapy and they were kind of just like, why? They didn't really understand it. Um, And maybe it's like a generation thing too. Yeah, it definitely is. Like a lot of generations, like 
you know, the older generations, they're just like, why do you need therapy? Like, you guys are so, like, sensitive. You have it so good, blah, yeah. blah, blah. But there's, there's so much that's going on. And, like, you have to, like, remind yourself, too. Like, there's some stuff that you can't tell everyone in your life. There's some stuff that I don't want to tell my parents because – I love them, but, like, I know, like, if they hear me say, like, certain shit, like, how, like, I feel a certain type of way, like, they're going to feel a certain type of way. Like, I don't want my parents to think that, like, they did something wrong when they absolutely didn't. I remember when I had brought up going to therapy, like, again, my dad was, like, very confused. He didn't really understand it. And, like, now he does. But he was just like, well, why can't you tell me this stuff? Like, we're your parents. Like, we can help you. And it's just, like, there's some stuff that I have to keep to myself and frankly it's better that I tell a stranger um because I don't need you guys to like worry about this too yeah and you know having an objective third party takes the pressure off of you sugarcoating something or making it less of a big deal than it is I Mm -hmm. find like for example there are some things that I tell Vicky that I would maybe tone down a little bit if I was telling my mom because I wouldn't want her to worry about me. And don't get me wrong. It's nothing like horrible, but you know, parents are parents and they're going to worry about you. Yeah. Um, That's a really good way of putting it because I, I really do not keep secrets from my parents. Yeah. But there are just some things that, you know, talking to an objective third party, not only that, but someone who has literally gone to school and Mm -hmm. had the training to figure out how to help you gain the tools to, you know, work through these things is is beneficial and I, I can I'm I'm very open with my parents I can pretty much talk to them about anything like and, and I know you are too mm-hmm. but there are some things that they literally just don't have in their toolbox like yeah. Vicky went to school for this and the, and the things that she can say are gonna be you know my parents can help me in a different way she can help me from a professional standpoint right. and you know not not just professional she does obviously really care about her clients and everything so it's with Vicky, it's not just like a professional relationship. Right. Like it's she's, she's it's very like a, she's kind of like our grandma. <laughs> she's always she always calls herself my quote unquote unsolicited Jewish grandmother. <laughs> um, I but love her. I love it. And something else I love about her is she just like really keeps it real. And we're actually oh, yeah. gonna have her on the podcast one day. She's already agreed to come and talk <laughs> to everyone, and I think everyone's gonna love her just as much as we do. Oh yeah, you guys are gonna understand why we see her. <laughs> she's so great. Going back to what you were saying about you know generational things with like you know maybe parents Mm -hmm. or the older generation not quite understanding therapy I was actually having a conversation with um, my roommates last night and we were talking about how like generationally there are so many things that you know we kind of have to unlearn and I think the stigma behind therapy and this idea that like oh my gosh you're so young like you don't have any problems and like all of these things like that that we can you know kind of hear some of the older generation say um, and I'm not saying, I, I know your parents don't say that to you and mm. my parents don't say that to me, but it is, you know, definitely something that I've heard, Oh yeah, you know, yeah. uh, rumbled before. And I think that, you know, we really do have a lot of things to unlearn and it really takes like, yeah, people might look at our generation and say, oh, you're so sensitive. Oh, like all you guys want to do is like cancel people and oh my God, you guys are such snowflakes, but really like, I don't, I I, I don't think we're sensitive. I think that we're mm-hmm. just demanding better for our lives. Oh, we and are 100% are demanding that, better. Like, you know, we're fed up as a generation with with some of these things that are wrong. And I think that, you know, kind of challenging it. N- nobody stepped up and said like, hey, this isn't cool to – and this is just a blanket to so many different things. Um, and I think that, you know, it, it really takes somebody to like be like, I don't give a fuck who thinks that I'm sensitive. I don't care who thinks that this is stupid. I'm going to stand up and do what I think is right because I demand better for myself and I demand better for the future generations. And I really think that's a huge thing with therapy. Oh yeah. 100%. I I really think it's interesting. Like, you know, kind of how we like got into this whole like generation thing because, you know, you mentioned the whole challenging aspect. People don't like being challenged. People absolutely do not like being challenged and I think it scares them and change scares people and you know with the older generations like they're used to a certain type of way because like they lived like that for so long. Very set in their ways. Yeah they're set in their ways and you know when we grow up we might be set in our ways like even even though like we are very accepting people and like you and I I feel like are constantly educating ourselves and you know doing all this stuff and like progressing 
But when we get to like our parents' age, we might take a step back and look at, you know, people our age and just be like, what are they doing? Right. Um, And we're going to have to unlearn certain things too at that point. But it's... It's really interesting. I I honestly wonder like what it's going to be like when we're like our parents age and like what's going to be happening in the world then. Yeah. And I'm you know what? I'm sure we're going to take on, you know, some of the same same patterns like nobody's perfect. And I think that, you know, obviously I'm not a parent, so I can't really like speak on behalf of this. But I think parents as much as their parents are people and everybody makes mistakes in their life. And I think that every parent that you would ever talk to would say, oh, I maybe wish I would have done this differently or done this better, that I wouldn't have done this. And I know that we're going to have a shit ton of things like that, you know, when we become parents. So I think it's like, no matter what, I think no matter who you are, no matter how wonderful your parents are, you could have the best parents in the world. Everybody's going to have a little bit of trauma. Oh, yeah. Everybody's going to have something that, you know, they need to work on in therapy because of their parents and that's okay (laughs) no that is okay I mean mom dad I love you guys you guys are the best and you guys provided so much for me and I know it wasn't easy but there's some stuff that's just like out of your control and there's some stuff that's out of my control and like that's that's why like people need therapy um I'm not saying that everyone needs it I mean that that's up to you that's like on on your own terms that's your own discretion but um you know, if you do feel like you're struggling, I feel like it is an option to explore. Uh, I think that just a lot of people are afraid of it. I know I was afraid of it. Yeah. And it's like, truthfully, I do think it's one of those things that doesn't start working until you are in a place where you feel like you can implement those things that you're learning in therapy into your life and like Mm -hmm. kind of quote unquote do your homework because I did see a counselor when I went to Illinois State and at that time I just like wasn't really ready for you know committing to putting in the time to like really working on myself and you know took a step back when I was a little bit further into my 20s and was like really ready to do so and I think that that's truthfully part of the only I mean a I have a way better fit with my therapist now And B, um, I, you know, was able to listen in therapy, take what I learned and then apply it. Yeah. And that's important. Yeah. You have to be ready to do that. Yeah. But I also think that being ready depends on your fit with your therapist. Because for me, I love Vicky. You love Vicky. But the way she actually starts our sessions, um, when she gets a new client, she kind of does like basically a pitch almost an episode, a pitch session where she's like, okay, look, I'm going to spend this time giving giving you my spiel. Mm-hmm. You can tell me a little bit about you and then you decide whether I'm hired or not. Right, right. Um, and she's like, no, no judgment. I will not be offended if you say no. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that every therapist starts out like that, but like she'll be the first to admit that maybe the way that she does therapy is not for everyone and maybe you just need someone that takes a different approach and so I think it really does depend it's it's really not a one-size-fits-all sort of thing yeah I remember like my first call with her I was kind of like shocked when she said that because I was like oh like you're the one to tell like you're telling me that like you know I might not be the right fit for you and I I appreciate the transparency Mm -hmm. um because it shows that she cares yeah it really shows that she cares like, if it's not her who can help you, then she knows that someone else can. Um, so I just, I very much appreciated, like, her saying that. And I'm very surprised that, like, you actually mentioned that because you've been seeing her for so long. Mm-hmm. Um, not that I'm surprised that you remember it, but, you know, obviously, like, it's a very important thing. I love her. I really do love her. She's wonderful. And if Vicky, you're probably listening. I know she listens to our episodes because she'll tell, (laughs) she'll bring it up in therapy and be like, oh my gosh, I thought it was so funny when you said this or like when you said that, like I loved this. I love that. So big, huge shout out to Vicky. Literally would not be where I am today without her. So she's probably walking her dog right now listening to the episode because I remember (laughs) the last time we talked, she was like, yeah, I listened to it when I walked my dog. I know. (laughs) I love her. She's truly the best. No, seriously the best. I I wish that everyone could have Vicky. <laughs> I know, me too. Um, but I hope you all find your own Vicky. Yeah. Uh, but any because that's that's the most important thing. Absolutely, finding your own fit. 
kind of on like a silly like light note on the topic of like being in a funk like being sad I was actually talking to Laura earlier about this do you have like sad foods or like happy (laughs) foods because for me I was telling I was telling Laura I was like okay sushi sounds good but sushi is a happy food for me like I only eat sushi when I'm celebrating oh why didn't you tell me that well I didn't think about it until later oh okay we had sushi for dinner yeah I Um, picked up some sushi and it was amazing I'm I'm gonna it did it cheered me up but I only would eat sushi like in a good mood and not intentionally just like it just kind of happened that way like when I want to celebrate I'm like I want sushi um, but for some reason, my sad slash like lazy foods are like mac and cheese, gluten free, of course, <laughs> or um, poor Sammy or Chipotle. Ooh, Chipotle sounds so good right now. Chipotle is like one of my happy foods. I love Chipotle. Yeah, sad or lazy. It it can fall into either category. And then I always, if I'm sad, I need a Diet Coke, specifically for McDonald's. <laughs> Diet Coke always makes me feel better. Sam had a Diet Coke today, by the way. I did have a Diet Coke. (laughs) I went on a walk and I passed a McDonald's and I was like, hmm, you're coming home with me. So I had to to hop in there and get my large Diet Coke. Oh my God. Now that I think about it, every single time I've had hot Cheetos recently was when I was sad. Hot Cheetos are like the ultimate sad food. And like, I love them. They... They make you happy. They make me happy. And that's probably why they're my sad food. Oh my gosh. Plus they're like easy to shovel in your mouth when you're laying in bed. Oh my God. I'll shove a fistful in my mouth. I know. They're so addictive. They really are. Or like chocolate. Yeah. Is a good sad food. Chocolate is a good sad food. Chocolate is also one of my sad foods, but it's, I think it's also like one of my happy foods. Me too. Chocolate's just good all around. No, chocolate. Yeah. Chocolate year round type of thing. You know what? I think like buttered noodles. Oh, that's like the ultimate depression meal. Yeah. Buttered noodles is like definitely like a sad, like de- like depressing like food. That yeah. I- and it's like something you can make easily. Oh, yeah. When you're feeling like. Yeah. My. <laughs> oh, oh, I know. What's it called? Like frozen pizzas. Frozen pizzas. I like frozen pizzas when I'm happy too. But for me, like in college, my go to like. I literally cannot function. I cannot make something. Tortilla, cheese, on a paper towel, microwave. You know what? Chips and salsa like that. I don't know. I think that could be like happy or sad. Isn't it so crazy how like foods that make you happy can be considered a sad food? Like have you guys thought about this before? Because I did not think about this until Sam mentioned it. So like are you guys as mind blown as I am? Oh my gosh. Yeah. No, that's a good way to put it. What do you go for whenever you're feeling sad? We'll do another poll. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, sometimes if I'm like super sad, my appetite's really low. Mm-hmm. Um, something I feel like I can always like stomach if my appetite is low is like cereal. No, that that's very, very true. Mm-hmm. I haven't had cereal in a while though. I, there aren't many cereals that I like love that I can eat because mm-hmm. they're not gluten-free, but... Also, for those of you that don't know, I'm not gluten-free by choice. I'm not an animal. I'm just kidding. If you are gluten-free by choice, it's I don't know why because I hate being gluten-free, but you know, you're not an animal. Um, I have an intolerance, unfortunately. I still glutenize myself, though, and I but, like, don't Sammy, feel good after. You're and, gluten-free and you're dairy-free, right? Or yeah. you're lactose intolerant. Yeah. <sighs> Gosh, I cheat, but then I feel like shit. Like, I wish I just, like, could not feel like shit. <laughs> Prayers for Sam, you guys. It honestly. could be worse, though. Like, I I always tell Josh's mom, Mrs. Pazniak, I always tell her, like, I feel really lucky that I don't have celiac disease or mm-hmm. celiac disease. Yeah. Because I can cheat and, like, have gluten and just kind of, like, feel like crap. Like, if you have celiac, you literally can't even no, have can't. something that has a trace of gluten in it, mm-hmm. you know? So I, I am... It, it sucks sometimes, but I'm lucky for the most part. Yeah, one of my coworkers um, has celiacs, and it's really fucking sad. Like, it, it makes me so sad for her. It's hard. Food is such a big part of life. Right, and food ma- food's supposed to make you happy. Like, you don't want to just eat food to eat food. Mm-hmm. Like, you want to eat good food. You really want to eat good food. You want to eat shit that you enjoy. I know. I'm a. We're both food girls. Foodies. Oh yeah, we're definitely food girls. But like, <laughs> I feel like such a hypocrite for saying that. Like, I will try. Like, I like want to enjoy my meals and don't get me wrong I do but like I stress about the amount of protein that I like do in a day because like I I gotta meet my protein intake and I'm very bad at doing that 
Can we just like take a second? When you were going through your breakup, did it make you feel better watching sad movies? Or like I, watching like like love stories? I didn't watch a lot of movies like period. Okay. Um. So no, I didn't watch any love movies. Shoot. I didn't listen to sad music either. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I did like one time and I was like, this is not the vibe. And I think it's because like all the songs I was listening to were like sad about a breakup. And like I, as we discussed in the breakup episode, I don't think I was really like sad about the breakup. I was just sad about being alone. And so it made me feel like icky and like weird mm-hmm. to hear songs that are like, I miss you so much. I just yeah. want to hug you and give you a kiss. I miss <laughs> everything about you because I didn't. So it's like, you know, does anyone want to sign Sam right now? Like, come on, <laughs> just keep going. Keep going. That's my new hit single. That's so interesting because like I feel like a lot of people like when they're going through a breakup like they will you know watch sad movies or listen to sad songs and I've talked to so many people about this like the second day that I was going through my breakup I was in bed all day watching like love movies and crying (laughs) you know sometimes when you're sad and that's like the perfect example of like feeling your feelings yeah sometimes when you're sad you want to romanticize it yeah like yeah that per- that's literally perfect and I think like that totally yeah I think when when you're sad you want to romanticize your life and it's be a like, good way to get all the feelings <laughs> out too I'm and crying. you know maybe maybe that's not for you and it's okay if it's not for you but if it is for you there's nothing wrong with it and it kind of allows you to like throw yourself a little pity party which like you kind of yeah. need sometimes when you're sad oh, yeah. it's like you can give yourself like the oh poor me when you kind of lean into those feelings and sometimes that's necessary like honestly and you know what like this is not even just about like breakups like even if you're just going through anything in life like anything that's like pivotal like a pivotal moment yeah I mean do what you need to do I wish that we were like in a better mood for you guys but who knows maybe somebody like needed to to hear this maybe someone needed something a little bit more candid today and if you did Please let us know. Yeah, I mean, let us know we're not alone because yeah. we feel like total Debbie Downers right now. And like, and we hope that we're not being like complete Debbie Downers. Like, we hope that you guys <laughs> still enjoy listening to this yeah. episode because this is real. Like, this is reality. Everybody yeah. gets in these moods. Everybody feels, everybody makes mistakes. Everybody, everybody has, has those, those days. days. Everybody, everybody knows what, what, what I'm talking about. about. Everybody gets that way. Um, No, but seriously. Everybody <laughs> has so, those days. That was so cringe. I, we Sam, have to keep, so cringe. but we kind of have keep, to keep it in because it's on it brand. In. Yeah, it's definitely on brand for us. Oh, See, now God. we're in like you can silly, tell how like silly goofy. Maybe silly we're like in silly goofy, sleepy, sad. Ah, <laughs> uh, was that even English? No. But going back to what was said at the very beginning of the episode, we wanted to be relatable with you guys, and us putting on this front. And pretending to be happy, talking about silly shit from high school, like, it's just not the vibe for today. Given, like, we could have, you know, la- like, had very genuine laughs talking about that stuff, but it it just didn't feel right to talk about today. And, you know, when – this is all, honestly, like, Sam's idea. She texted me and she was like, how do you feel about doing, like, an episode about being in a funk? And I was like, you know what? That actually sounds amazing because yeah. because we we could have come on and we could have talked to you about all that stuff. And like Ashley said, we would have had a lot of fun and like really genuine laughs and genuine moments. But it's like this is us feeling our feelings. Yeah. And, you know, that kind of would have been a little bit of a mask and, and not our most authentic selves like in this moment. And we don't want to. We don't want to give you that because from no. the very beginning, we literally preached being relatable and being authentic and being true to ourselves and and always like keeping it real and we're going to continue to do what that we want to do so um we're not gonna you know fake who we are just to get listeners or to have you know a certain listener count for like an episode hopefully this is reaching some of you um and hopefully some of you guys are enjoying this but just know that you're not alone i know when i get into like really shitty moods it's very easy for me to you know, put all this blame on myself and to just want to keep feeling like shit. And I kind of like get into, I, I always just think I'm just like, oh, no one knows what it, what it feels like. No one understands like how I'm feeling. Cause like, 
even when I talk to my friends when I'm in shitty moods, I kind of, while it does make me feel better, I'm just like, I don't want to bother them with my sadness. Like, they're on a high right now. Like, I don't want to, like, take them down. And at the same, it's like, I don't want to, like, if I'm like really sad or like don't want to bring anybody down i feel yeah the i don't want to bring anyone down like i love my friends so much i don't want to make them sad i totally I'm feel that we're making you guys sad. i know yeah hopefully we're not making you guys sad but no like in all seriousness um we we do hope that you know we that you enjoyed this episode yeah. and you know please we were like super vulnerable this is probably just as vulnerable if not more so than the breakup episode this is way more vulnerable um, than the breakup episode I so feel yeah like. definitely like let us know how you felt about this episode let us know if like there was anything that we said that really resonated with you um shoot us a message let, let us know what you're going through how you're feeling right now let us know what you like to do to cheer yourself up on yeah. a day that you're feeling like funky or if you're like us and you like to romanticize your sadness sometimes <laughs> We, we hope you guys enjoyed this episode and, yeah. you know, hopefully next week we'll be bringing you um, more of our usual yeah. fun, goofy, mood. goofy yeah. Sam and Ashley content. But this is who we are and we're never going to. This is where we're at today. And <laughs> you want to know it's going to be really funny. Uh, <laughs> like our intro and outro music because it's so happy. <laughs> <don't lie. laughs> that is going to be funny. Should we find a sad one for this episode? <laughs> sad intro and outro we gotta have a sad intro outro for this episode like some like violins like crying that's so funny no but um this is where we're at today and and we just again this is completely unscripted like sam and i honestly are just sitting in a room talking to each other about our feelings and we hope that it feels like you were sitting in the room with us like conversing with us and kind of just nodding your head and saying like yeah I understand. Like, I feel that. Like, yeah, for sure. I, I hope that's honestly how you guys feel. Um, and if you don't, no hard Sorry. Feelings. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is just a good way to end off the episode. And, you know, even though, like, we're not feeling our best, like, we're sending positive vibes your mm-hmm. way. Um, so hopefully you guys are feeling better than we are right now. Yeah. <laughs> and um, we will, we'll catch you next week. Yeah, we'll catch you next week. Bye, guys. Bye.